Well, which of the five is it? It can't be all. We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. again, everyone, and thank you for joining me for Bible Time. Well, this message is either going to make you think or it's going to make you mad. If I make you mad, I hope it makes you think too. So I came across this quote a couple of times, and when something happens a couple of times, that means God's usually leading you to something and wants you to understand something. So here's the quote. Christianity formed in Palestine as a fellowship. It moved to Greece where it became a philosophy. It moved to Rome where it became an institution. It moved to Europe where it became a culture. It moved to America where it became a business. So what is the church? What are we doing? Are we doing things wrong? Is it really a business? You know, I started going to church when I was 24 years old. And not because I didn't believe, because I was a strong believer even before then, Um, was not a strong follower, didn't have a great relationship with God at the time, but I was a believer. And immediately I was turned off. I was turned off by the politics. I was turned off by the business feel. I was turned off by the meetings and the reports and the counting of numbers. Now, yes, I'm going to, in all full disclosure, I have been going to a United Methodist Church since I was 24 years old, various United Methodist churches, and I've been pastoring in the United Methodist Church since I was 29. But I'm not just here to pick on the United Methodist Church. I'm here to pick on what we call church in America, and not really pick on it, but just kind of get us to think. So this quote really struck me because I've always wanted to be more like what it was like in Jesus's time, to have a fellowship, a church, where it's just people gather together and talk about the Lord and help each other with whatever they need. That's what Jesus, I believe, was promoting. And that's the way it started. But was it so bad that it went to Greece and became a, a way of thought, a philosophy? Not necessarily bad. But then did it become bad when it went to to Rome and became an institution and with the creeds and the doctrines and honestly if not for the catholic church christianity may not have survived the dark ages that's just the truth and then it became a culture a way of life okay sure i can see that but then it became a business and man does sam pasco he nailed it now it turns out that he was quoting somebody else who was quoting somebody else and we don't really know where this quote came from but Still, it's, a, it's very important to, to consider because it is so true. What does God want, though? Well, there's no doubt that we absolutely do not know the way of God. We, we cannot know. His thoughts are greater than our thoughts. His mind is greater than our mind. We can't possibly know everything. We couldn't comprehend it. We're too finite. But at the same time, he did show us the way with Jesus. But the thing that about Jesus that keeps coming to mind is how he loved. And I'm not seeing that anymore. Well, I mean, I am seeing it, but not like we should be seeing. Because what Jesus proposed was to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and all your strength, 
and love your neighbor as yourself. But we've turned it into buildings. We've turned it into businesses. We've turned it into a place to a place to go on Sunday morning. Why can't the church be a gathering of three or four friends on a Tuesday evening? Why can't the church be someone sitting on their couch at lunchtime praying to God about the day they're having? Why can't church be about coming together underneath an oak tree? Or if it is cold and wintry, then okay, inside a building. But why does it have to have the stained glass? Why does it have to have the the organ? Why does it have to have the business aspect of it? Oh, you can worship with those things, absolutely. And that's why they're there. The organ is a worshipful instrument, and I love the sound of one. That Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying do away with these things. The stained glass windows can have you be full of worship by looking at the beauty of them and seeing God's creation in in that. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking about a mindset shift here. We need to focus on not the building, not the organization, not the denomination, not the gathering. We need to focus on God. We need to worship the Lord. We need to focus on our relationship with him. I said this in Bible study the other night, and I didn't even realize what I was saying. God was just kind of speaking for me, and he, he takes over like this once in a while. And I said, don't try to get this relationship from me as your pastor. Don't try to get it from this church. Don't try to get it just from the Bible. <clears throat> yes, all three of those things will help, but it's got to come from God. You have got to build this and work on this relationship with God. That's what Jesus proposed. I and the Father are one. I am in you, and you are in me, and I am in him. We need to be in God. We need to be about God's business. Not how many people came to church last Sunday. Not how much money we have, or how much we gathered, or reach into your wallet a little bit deeper because we're hurting. Oh my gosh, I first when the first time I heard that, a pastor say, reach deeply into your wallet because this is helping out other churches, I wanted to get up and walk away. I wanted to walk away. That's not what Jesus said. But anyway, what I'm saying is, it's time for us to think. Are we children of God? Or are we just looking to get something out of God? When you know what Jesus did, and that's why you love him, and that's why you want to celebrate him, and that's why you want to fellowship with others and learn about him, that's when you got it right. Now, if you go to a a building to do that, okay, but keep in your forefront of your mind why you're going. It's because of Jesus Christ, because of his death on the cross. It is a beautiful thing what he did. He made us alive. No church building, no pastor, no organist, no worship leader, no Sunday school teacher can make you alive spiritually. Only Jesus Christ can. I'm really concerned with what's happening in our world today because the love of most is growing cold. People are coming to Jesus and then turning away because they're not getting what they want. God's not, 
not, God is not a vending machine. God is God, and He created everything, and He wants to know you. And He wants to be in relationship with you. And you know what? It's not about the gifts of the Spirit. It's not about the demons that surround us. It's not about the angels that are warring with them. It's not about anything but God. You see, all those things are important, and yes, they are all around us, and they are something we should know about. And as one who teaches the Word of God, I believe in the teaching the Word of God. But don't come get my teaching unless you first are coming because of what Jesus did for you. That is the absolute foundation. Because from there, you'll know His love. You'll spread His love. And you will stop sinning because of His love. Not because of obligation, because your pastor said you should stop sinning or you're going to hell. There was a place and a time for that. But now it's time to know that Jesus saved you from your sins and you're not going to hell. Now, from there, move forth. Don't move forth because of that. Move forth from that. Let Jesus be your rock, your foundation. Anything else, as it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, will be tested by fire and will burn away. Know the Lord Jesus, for he saved you. Let that be your foundation. And if you go to church on Sunday, great. But let that be your foundation. The fellowship with God through Jesus Christ. That's the answer. And that's your Bible time for today. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll talk to you again all real soon. God bless. 